The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. to March, boys and girls. It is March Madness, Bostonian versus the book on a Thursday as we begin the trek to Houston. Dave Sharpen, Matt Hold on, hold on. It's the second day of March. What do you mean, welcome to March? March Yesterday was welcome to March. There were no conference tournaments yesterday. There's conference tournaments going on right now. Well, there's in-game right now. Conference tournaments games going on during our show. We do not get this very often. This is true. Games in progress already today going on live. Appalachian State and South Alabama. Right now. Right now. Going on. That is the Sunbelt second round. 42-40 App State over the South Alabama Jaguars. I have a bet going, which I'm smart enough to stop or not watch this game because I could. Okay. Illinois State and Northern Iowa. Mm-hmm. Game's off to a little bit of a faster pace than I want it to be. Got to okay. be, got to admit, it's 28 18. I'm on the under. Need Northern Iowa to slow down a little bit. But okay. Uh, Illinois State at 18, not bad. Let me check what the actual in game is right now. We'll be watching this game because I have an under 135 and a half play on this for Northern Iowa. And Illinois State, uh, 143 and a half. Not good. So the pace is a little bit too fast. I need that pace to slow down a little bit here for me. But we'll watch okay. that here. Not part of better book it, obviously, because of, you know, it is what it is. Right. But you went to a hockey game last night. I did. We did. How was, how was the night in the Carolina Hurricanes? The whole fam went. It was great. Um, took the bus down, the bus back. That was fun. So it didn't have to drive. Um I'm impressed with Carolina. I learned more from the game, not so much from them, but from what I saw out of Vegas. Okay. Um, I, I mean, we got a lot of people again watching the show. Thank you. If you are watching it live right now, please hit the like button. Uh, hit the subscribe button to the channel um, at Boston versus the book. Knights aren't winning the Stanley Cup. As currently constructed. As currently constructed, yes. There, I mean, and there's still time for moves to be Deadlines made. There today. will be moves. Yep. yep. So we'll see uh, if there's a push for something. I don't even know specifically what it is. Um, it would be nice if Mark Stone would come back. That, he can't. That. Well, he's done. Yeah, it would be nice, but he yeah. can't. He's yeah. done. So, so it's, it's a huge. I mean, it really puts uh, them behind the eight ball. Yeah. It does give Bruce Cassidy a little bit of an excuse as to if they don't make a deep run in the playoffs, they're going to make the postseason most likely unless things really go south for them. But Mark Stone's, I mean, they are an, an under machine at home. The game went under five and a half yesterday. 
because they don't have the firepower. And Carolina lost 3-2 because the one time that the Knights did open up, they scored the game-winning goal. So it's not they're not a high-flying team. They know what they are. They know they're lacking a little bit in the scoring department in a year in which scoring is way up. So that's not great. And they've got a banged-up goaltender in Thompson. Now they've got the Hill kid who's in net, who's playing pretty well for him. We'll give up two goals last night. But, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, it was uh, it was funny. Like you know, third period started, and I say to the kids, and Jess, uh, AP was there too uh, as well. And I said, "How many shots on goal are the Knights going to end with?" They had seventeen, and Jess came up with a pretty good number. She said twenty-four. I said, "All right, I'll bet under." And AP and the kids were like, "They're only going to get seven more shots on goal." I said, "I don't think they're going to get seven. My number was 23 or 22. And they're like, oh, it's going to be more than that. They finished with 20 shots on goal. (laughs) They had a 2-1 lead and protected it like it was the end of the world. Yep. I mean, they had a two-on-one and managed to not get a shot on goal. It was unbelievable. The the, uh, reticence to take chances, especially with a one-goal lead and a young kid playing net, you could see they had strict instructions like, don't take too many chances. Keep it on the outside and get back on defense. I don't think you can win a Stanley Cup playing that way for four rounds. You can win a round. Not in the West. Not in the West. You can win two rounds. I don't think you can win. And yeah, like I you could beat you Winnipeg. You could beat uh you could beat Winnipeg. You could beat Minnesota doing that. Right. I don't think you could beat Colorado. I don't think you could beat anybody who has offensive firepower, Edmonton or whatnot. I don't think you can play like that because you're going to give up three goals a game. That's what. That's exactly what we were talking about. Me and AP were like, "Who do you think the Knights want to see?" And he said, "Minnesota." Uh, he would. He would like to see Minnesota as you know, as a season ticket holder and a, a Knights right. fan. Wants to see them. He he thinks they can beat Edmonton. I don't know. I mean, what do you? We wouldn't have home ice. Against Vegas Edmonton. would need to. I mean, I, look, it's the playoffs. It wonky things happen in the hockey playoffs all the right. time. But the problem I would see with it is that not having home ice and then also going up against the top line for Edmonton. I don't know. You can't match it up because at least two of the games are going to go off and you're going to have a McDavid show and you're going to have, you know, he's going to score two goals. They're going to score four or five goals on you. And I don't think they can win a high scoring game. So those are two games where I give to Edmonton. Can the, can the Knights play four low scoring games? I, I don't know. I, I think it's really going to be, it's, it's a big ask. I think so too. Uh, when you look at the odds right now, Edmonton is at Fando 14 to one Dallas and the Knights are at 15 to one to win the West. To win to win a Stanley Cup, um, the Avalanche are plus six fifty, and everyone else on the list is is from the Eastern Conference. I mean, hold you know, that thought. We have a we have a, I have a question on that thought for you in a little bit. Perfect on that on that very market that I want to yep. get into here today. So the Bruins today, <laughs> they're just going for it. I mean, this is this is fun to see. This is probably an indication that Hall or a couple of the other guys who are on the DL are not coming back because the Bruins have gone ahead and made a pretty big deal. It's funny because ESPN on the little cryon, they called him Todd Bertuzzi. <laughs> it's, not, 
his, that's his dad. It's Tyler Bertuzzi, uh-huh. who the who the Bruins picked up, but he's yeah, a did physical you tweet guy. That and you tweeted it. The thing you tweeted, I think it said Todd, didn't it? it? It so it says Todd on the actual listing of like when you go to the URL and on ESPN, it says Todd Bertuzzi on it. <laughs> it's right. not Todd. It's Tyler. But this is a big pickup for the Bruins, in my opinion, because it gives them some much needed toughness on that third line. Right. And, you know, it's probably going to be a, you know, push all in. But the Hathaway move from the Capitals and now Bertuzzi from the Detroit Red Wings, this is what you do, right? When you got draft capital and, and the best team in hockey, you don't play for the future, you play for the now exactly what you do it's what the nhl trade deadline is designed for yeah for the teams at the top you fill in the one or two things that you think may come up may be an issue in april and may do your thing yeah do your thing they go get a go get a team go get a you know it's interesting to see the Bruins recognizing that, okay, who are we going to play in the first or second round and who are right. we going to play in the final and who are we going to play in the cup final? Because the one thing that Carolina can do is grind you. You saw it last night. They can grind you. The Bruins needed some toughness and they went out and got two guys, two physical tough players who could help them. Yet the Rangers went out and got another high flying, fast skating goal scorer. Which um, I'm okay with, but it's what they already did. Right. Like, I don't, I don't know. I think you use the trade deadline to fill in what you don't have rather than add to what you do. Um, but he would only go there. I mean, Patrick Kane would only go to the I Rangers. know. So no. I, that, that, okay, that made, that, that worked out okay for him. Yeah. I don't know how that's going to work out for the team. Um, Any Tyler is a big pickup, in my opinion. <laughs> that bet smart. <laughs> Chiming in in the chat, hyping his own namesake. How about that move right there? See, it's great. It, and what's interesting is that while the Bruins are pushing all in on this year, yeah, they went and locked up pasta, which makes every Bruin fan so happy that they went and gave him $8 million a year, get him locked up $90 million, eight-year deal for him. The 26-year-old who is just starting to come into his own, this is – the piece that will be built around when Bergeron and Krejci right. walk. He's yeah, the guy. How, like how old is he? 26. Right that's fine. Eight years oh, yeah. for a 26 year old uh, in that spot. They'll he'll see them through yep. to the next. He's the, he's the one connector, you know, that will see the end of Bergeron, the, maybe the end of Marshawn and carry the torch forward. That's yeah, great. I mean, he's got 42 goals this year, 38 assists. He's great. He's really good. He's really good. And he, I mean, he's, he's getting a chance to come in and play with this core nucleus and they, on typical teams, they would need pasta to be the superstar. Like he would have to be the guy on this team. He's just part of the, of the wheel like right now. Just, yes. Right now. Yeah, and he'll eventually need to become that and step up and, and come in there. But you know, people are saying that, that you know they're wondering where hometown discount was it going to be? You know, on the open market, what would he wind up <sighs> getting? And, and you know, but it's this is a guy you take care of. Like you, you yeah. do this. You you sign him. You take care of him long term because he's going to be one of the faces of the league. I mean, Pasta is going to be a guy that people are going to talk about for a long time. So 
with that deal, with the signing of pasta, Boston's five to one, Colorado six to six and a half to one, Carolina seven and a half to one. Can you see any other team, but those top three teams winning the cup? In the East? Not really. No, just period. At the end of the whole the thing. You think Dallas, Dallas can win the cup? Okay. Dallas could win the cup. I don't yeah. know. I don't, I don't know. I mean, like once I'm trying to figure out who the other teams are in the West. I don't think there's anyone in the East. I, I think it's Boston or Carolina in the East um, with Tampa being the outside shot. I'm going to hopefully get to see the devils in person tomorrow night. They're, they're here in Vegas. Um, but yeah, avalanche in the West and who else? I can't, see Edmonton with their goaltending situation win the cup. I cannot see the Knights with their lack of depth and other than the first line, like right. the ability lack to score punch. goals. Right. Um, Winnipeg, I can't take too seriously. Edmonton, eh. I mean, Hellebuck can definitely ride. He He could stand on his head. And take them for a deep ride. I, I'm no, I, I know that. I just don't think they could win the cup with him. Mm. Like he yeah, could take them to the cup. They're not going to win the cup, right? They could win the West. I don't like them to win the cup, though. Yeah. Well, again, if if you take them, at least to get there, that's one thing. If you take them to win the cup and they get there, right? You can hedge out. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot so of that, people that are saying that that, that that Kane makes the Rangers the, the other legit connector. Okay, so then that's three. East, but, hmm. That's three teams in the East, right? Yeah. Today, the Eastern Conference to win the Stanley Cup is minus one forty-eight at Fanduel. The Bruins. No, the East. Bruins, Rangers, get, Hurricanes. Oh, every team in the East. You get them all to win East, the Cup. East over the West. I could argue it could be a little bit higher. <laughs> I think at minus one fifty, it's a good bet. It's a good bet. I'm going to make it today. I think that covers everybody. Yep. The only way that's not a good bet if it's not Boston or Carolina. If it's Rangers, Colorado, okay. But then couldn't you just hedge out of it and bet the other side? Uh, if that's the situation, if the Avalanche have home ice, they're favored, and you just lose juice. So, but you could, but you know, I there's I, I and there's no scenario is Boston or Carolina with home ice dogs to anybody. And I was depending on who it is, if it's Boston at home against Winnipeg. Right. They're huge favorites. It's more than 148. Right. <laughs> it's 148 minimum Boston over Colorado. Uh, it's, it's not 148. It's a little bit less, but it's Carolina favored over Colorado. Right. If it's anyone else other than Colorado, it's bigger. So it's not a bad bet to lock in now. I just think there's one team in the West, and I'm not, you know, I just think the Eastern Conference is 
far superior. And everyone's like, I can't wait for the Eastern Conference playoffs. Okay, I, I do understand that. I, I can't wait either, but I don't know how crazy it's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be as 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 wacko and, and nuts as everyone thinks it's going to be. I think it might be pretty chalk. Yeah. I mean, I think we wind up with, you know, the final four will be, the you know, an X factor, maybe Tampa. But if it's Tampa, New York, Carolina, and Boston, I'm not going to be shocked in the final four in the East. Right. right. And then it winds up being Boston versus the Rangers. Boston beats the Rangers. Carolina beats the, the, the Lightning. It's Boston and Carolina in the wet in the, in the, right. in the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, it's it's going to be fun to watch the games. I'm going to be betting them, you know, individually each series, betting individually the games. But I don't know how like topsy turvy the Eastern it could be. I just don't think it's going to be. I think the West is far more likely to be topsy turvy. The West could be nuts. I mean, is it shaping up for Devils Rangers first round? That right would be now? unbelievable if that were to happen. Give first me that round. Like Give that's. Me. Devils could beat them. Of course. Be great. Yeah. That would be that would be an amazing first round series. Toronto, Tampa is going to be an <laughs> excellent first round series that the Maple Bye-bye. Leafs are going to lose. <laughs> going to lose. <laughs> right. Yes. I mean, it just Toronto's going yeah. to lose to Tampa. Yes. Toronto, right. Toronto's going to lose. Um the West is still a little bit unsettled as to who yeah. is going to be where and stuff. And that's that's good. Um yeah, the playoffs are going to be awesome. There's, there's a lot of games tonight. There's there's, yeah. there's a lot of things happening. You see a couple of the lines today. Hold on, we'll get to them. Relax. Okay. Hold on. All right, all right. All right. I just want to make the, sure on the start. opposite end of the spectrum. Yep. The race for Bedard is on. Yeah. Who winds up with the worst record in hockey right now? Columbus is plus one sixty five. Anaheim is plus one eighty five. This is important from a betting perspective because these are teams you're going to look to fade. In teams, you can start doing money line parlays against. In the same way we talked about with the NBA, you can also do it in the NHL because Columbus and Anaheim, after today, the trade deadline's done. Neither one of these teams wants to win a single game the rest of the way. They want to lose out. Right. Who is going to be better at tanking, Anaheim or Columbus? <laughs> mm. <laughs> God, I don't know. I don't know. Is is Anaheim shipping out Gibson? Is it like is that? It's, it's the rumor, but it hasn't happened yet. And I don't really know why right. you'd want him to be honest. His goals against is four. That's so what it's not I mean. like it's a hard sell for anybody yeah. to take. But like, but Columbus has forty six points. Anaheim is forty eight points, and Chicago is forty seven points. And those are the bottom three right. in the league. Right. But the betting market says that Columbus and Anaheim are the two worst, and Chicago is the third worst. And I would say Chicago. You think they're going to? I think I I agree. I think the tanking starts tonight for Chicago. Giving up Kane. There's got to be no energy in that in that dressing room the rest of the year without Patrick Kane. Without the you know they the team knows they want to lose. Yeah, I mean they knew that before, but now it's official. Yeah, ship the guy out that you know your guy, the guy. Yeah. So. Boy, oh boy, I don't know. I'd like to be in that locker room in between like practices and stuff. You can tell so much just being around right. the, the, the facility or practices or whatever when the team's going bad. Um, it becomes almost like one of those 
you ever work at a place like where you, you were either punching a clock or whatever, where it was just like the kids call it. I've learned so much from the kids and I've heard Kendall say this. And I remember asking her NPCs, non-plank, like you're literally working at a place that's like, everybody's a non-PC. Yeah. You just go in, punch the clock, put in your shift, you leave and you can't wait to hopefully go somewhere else sometime, anytime. Well, Radio can, I mean, I've been at radio stations that have been sold that it's like that. Right. That, that and, and you have to go and perform and do a show. Terrible. And, it, and it's terrible in the hallways and it's terrible, you know, when, when the mics get shut off, everyone says what they really think and it's horrible. Right. And it's like they, they're just MFing everybody on the way out. And then the new people come in and then you get, you know, all these, you know, I remember when, when Cumulus came in and bought our stations in, in, in Huntsville in Alabama, we all got called up there. It was a, in a house that all the stations were in the basement and, and the attic was where the conference room was. And we all got called up to the conference room and these people from Cumulus were there. And like, they might've been, they should have been from office space, like just the way that they looked, they were just completely like in all their folders and everybody was a number and they did all the head checks and like everyone walked out in there and like, I'm fucking quitting. Like, I don't want any part of this. Oh. Like, get me. Everyone, everybody started looking like literally everyone started looking for jobs immediately after the meeting i found a job in omaha different people went out. i mean like that's when we all knew it was time to go <laughs> it was it was time to get the hell out of there as fast as possible it's so we weird yeah local owner to corporate right exactly and so you're in chicago yeah and now what right i mean columbus same situation right i mean how do you how do you do it Columbus is different because Chicago is a major market with a lot of eyes on you. Columbus is not. <laughs> so it's, you know, everyone's looking at the Buckeyes football season, spring ball and whatnot. Like they love their blue jackets. I'm not saying they don't. It's just not the same level of intensity in terms of you can lose out. No one's going to go to the games, but if you have the ability to get Bedard, it could change everything. My money would go in Columbus. Yeah. I think, I think they're going to, they're going to be horrible <laughs> the rest of the way. This league want Bedard in Columbus, Ohio? No, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh -uh. Chicago or Anaheim would be a perfect way. Well, Chicago's where you want him, right? Especially if Patrick Kane. If Patrick Kane goes back, right? So, so the rumor is Kane signing. He's not going to sign long term. Kane's going to go back to. He's going to go back to Chicago after the year is over as a free agent and end his career with the Blackhawks. So, if you have Bedard and Patrick Kane, okay. I mean, Patrick Kane's got three rings, got three cups. Yeah. Doesn't get talked about nearly enough. It's pretty impressive. Got three seventy cups. No doubt. But no it's doubt. like he it, it doesn't get talked about in the same category as some of the, you know, all-time greats or the kind of the players that like modern day champions right now who have three championships. I think it got taken for granted the way it got done as quick yeah. as it got done too. And... I don't know if they always played the best team when they won. Okay. So that was kind of, you know, but they won. That was discounted <laughs> maybe a little bit okay. in people's eyes. You didn't beat the best team because the best team didn't get there in the East. You know, yeah. they beat the Flyers one year. I don't know if the Flyers were the best team. I never think the Flyers are the best team. That's no, but you beat the teams in front of you. I mean, I know, but like the you team know, that's in front of you, whoever's in front of you. Go when, when, you know, you beat bad teams, 
They can't wait to discount what you did. Look with the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles didn't play anybody. They didn't have a hard schedule. They didn't this. They didn't that. And then you get the validation when they don't win the Super Bowl. And then if you say, huh, well, the Eagles win the Super Bowl, they didn't have to, like, if it wasn't the Chiefs, if it was the Titans. Oh, well, the Titans beat the, you know, the Chiefs, and then somebody else took out the Bills. And we do this too much in looking at guys' legacies or teams' legacies. Right. I, I, you're right. Kane has three Stanley Cup rings. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> All that All right. being said, I don't think it makes the Rangers a favorite. Oh, not, not over the Bruins, no. Or even Carolina. Third third best team in the East, I'll buy that. Over Tampa, I'd buy it. Just I think Tampa's got too many miles on their on their skates. Mm. So the Bruins lost at home the last time they played the Buffalo Sabres. It's actually the first time that they lost at home in regulation was to the Buffalo Sabres. All fucking season. The first time they lost. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was back. To the Sabres. Yep. Back that when? Oh. December? Uh, season starts in October. <laughs> the first regulation loss for the Boston Bruins was on New Year's Eve. Was on the thirty first December thirty first thirty first four three loss. They blew a three one lead in the game. Oh, that's right. That was that's, I remember <laughs> that now that you said that. Yeah, I was home. I was watching it. I was yes. like, what am I watching? Yes. Like, give me a break. We were off. Yes, I was very mad. We weren't doing the show. <laughs> yeah, I was very excited that they finally lost, and I'm like, this is the way this season's going. The Bruins finally lost at home in regulation. He's at home, and we're not doing the damn show. Right, perfect, perfect. Time. So you have a 198 and two Buffalo Sabers team on the road, straight up. What is it? Say it again. 198 and two. That's pretty the good. Sabres record on the road. Yeah. Against wow. the Bruins who are 24, two and three, that two, one of those twos comes from Buffalo. <laughs> do, the Bru- do the Bruins go all out tonight and just to work over the Sabres? Cause they might, but they're coming off the roadie. Uh, and they won all four games, a sweep, successful road trip mm-hmm. of Western Canada plus Seattle. And the Bruins picked up two players before the trade deadline. They're not playing tonight. Nope, but it's the building's going to be hopping. Always signed, is. Signed, nah, tonight Bruins fans are having like you know sports orgasms. They're they're in they're in they're having what Bruins Bruins fans are beside themselves today at all of this. Did you say sports? What? <laughs> God. They're they're know very, what that means. They're very excited at the moment about what's going on for the Bruins. This tonight, TD Garden is mm. going to be a lot of fun. It, it, if I would could, like, go to a game, better We're going to over it. tonight. Part of better to book it. Yeah, yeah, that's an over game. Um, I don't even know if it's a one goal game. I want to take Buffalo plus a goal and a half plus money. Yeah, plus a goal and a half plus money. Uh huh. Buffalo Sabers, yeah, that's, it might that's, be. Well, I don't know. It could well, be a five. It could be a five-two final. Oh, stop! I'm stop. just telling you. I mean, it could be. Could I be. believe? I believe Lukanen's going to be in net tonight. Mm, okay. I mean, he's he's not a sieve, but his goals against is high. He's better on the road, though. Only a three goals against on the road, four who's, at home. Who's listed for your um, Boston Bruins? Um, it's supposed to be all Mark, but 
the Bruins have been a little weird with that. Like that, they have to be, Swayman listed. Okay, it's supposed to be they. I think, and I wouldn't trust either one to be honest. But if it's Swayman, it's over. Like whenever Swayman's in net, the overs in play. Okay, okay. So I, I I'm with you. Well, in better to book it, I like the over as well. So Tampa is playing Pittsburgh tonight. Do you like the over six and a half in this game? Who's playing net for Pittsburgh? Well, first, do you think Pittsburgh, what what are they going to do down the stretch? I got to go through the schedule. I don't know. There's a couple people, again, think they can keep this right within what they need to. Jari's confirmed in net. Okay. Vasilevsky against Jari, although it's likely for Vasilevsky. Yeah. Under. I, I like under. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I haven't, I haven't bet this. You like the under? Okay. I don't know. Penguins, man. That's that. It's, it's not done yet. That's that's oh. what I've been told. Don't don't just write them off yet. So, give them the benefit of the doubt. As a fan, I want to see them continue to fight yeah, Pitts, for a playoff spot. They're nineteen and twelve to the under on the road. They're at home year. though. Oh no, they're they're oh, they, in Tampa. Sorry, 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 sorry. Like, they're in Tampa. Yeah, under. Tampa um, is eighteen ten and two to the over at home on the year. Last ten though, six three and one for the Lightning to the over, and Pittsburgh is seven and three to the under. So you have two clashing styles here: road under, home over. Under. If Vasilevsky plays the way he's he played in the second and third periods against Florida, it's going way under. He played like he did in the first period against Florida. Eh, I don't know. Right. Because Jari's going to give up three. So how many will Vas give up? If he gives up two, it's three, two. You're good on the six and a half. If he gives up three, we're going over. It's four, three. So mm. under, I mean, yeah. you like the under? I do. I don't know. I haven't bet this. Uh, I, I got to. Uh, I, I lean towards the over. But. Eron Sean said 17, 6, and 4 in the last 27 meetings in Tampa. To the over? Yeah. Different offense for Pittsburgh, though. Younger. Jonathan Quick just got traded to the Knights. Again? What Jonathan, Jonathan Quick, Quick from to the, the from Knights. The, from the Kings, yeah. Kings helped the Knights? Is it helping them? Well, I mean, it's goalie depth, I guess. I don't know. I'm I'm really biased. Jonathan Quick's a UMass kid, so I'm. Uh, he won a Stanley Cup. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just scrolled down. Who's Maker Five One Two? Said, "Where is this line? I want to quit every day I go to work." LOL. <laughs> Sorry, man. Sorry, Rain. It sucks. Yeah, he graduated. He graduated UMass in 2007. Oh man. So I've always been. I've always been a fan of Jonathan Quick. Man, he's he's had some really good seasons, but not this year. No, it's been bad this year. It's been really bad. Full goal over his last. No, the Kings traded Quick to Columbus. Oh. And Columbus flipped him to Vegas. Oh, okay. He's still coming here. Huh. 
So Cassidy must think because of the goalie, it's all coming full circle. So we talked to Derek Stevens who said he had dinner with Bruce Cassidy, who talked about the new goalie coach that they had uh-huh. and the new philosophy they're going to have going forward, thinking that they were going to be able to, I mean, this tells me that Thompson's hurt, like hurt, hurt. He's, he's not coming back. Right. So you go and get a veteran, a guy who's won the cup, a guy who Bruce Cassidy can trust. Cause that's the thing with Bruce Cassidy. He leans on his veterans. That was always the knock on him in Boston. He leaned heavily on Bergeron and Krejci and Marchand. And like, he just leaned like the young kids didn't get a lot of ice time because he trusted the veterans. So I'm not mm-hmm. stunned that the, that the Knights have gone and gotten and gotten and gotten Jonathan quick because maybe change of scenery. Maybe this goalie coach says, I know how to fix him. Bring him here. Hmm. Mm. So depends on what they gave up for him, but I don't hate it. It just tells me that they're not comfortable with the room and or Thompson's really hurt. Hmm. Can you imagine going from the Kings to Columbus in the middle of the night, basically after you were told whatever Yeah, you've been there for so long. Like, Hey man, we got to move you. Let you go. We're going to send you to Columbus. It's only the worst team in hockey. Thanks again for winning a cup with us. And, you know, people are going to talk about you really high for what you did here. Thank you. See you later. And then 24 hours later, you're headed to Vegas. What if it's Vegas and the Kings in the first round? Awesome. With quick starting in it. Be phenomenal. Woo! Be great. We got a nice little narrative right there, don't we? 100%. It'd be a ton of fun. What time is the deadline? Four o'clock Eastern? One o'clock our time? I have no idea. I don't know. Chat, I, I really don't know. Somebody tell us in the chat what time the deadline is. Yeah. When when's the deadline? When when does it end? And Auntie said it's somewhat alarming that Dave and Matt had no idea quick got traded to Columbus two days ago. We did yes. know that. We did that. We didn't know that. We have a hundred things going on, Auntie. We did know that. But it was it's him being traded today is the difference. We're talking about today. Right. What's going on here? I mean yeah. NHL.com doesn't even have this trade yet. Yeah. So I, mean, I you guys are looking at this is speculatory at the moment because I mean NHL.com is not confirming this trade to be done. But I mean right. it's Twitter. It happens fast. That so. happens fast in the chat too. I mean, and people watching the show, rewatching it at Sports Grid at night or would let it, whatever later, get in live with the chat. You can interact and come in and break news right here with us. I'm good with you breaking news. Oh yeah, especially on trade right. deadline day. Yeah, especially on trade deadline day. Absolutely, <laughs> right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, hundred percent on trade deadline day. That's you know that's. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Golden Knights have officially acquired Jonathan Quick from Columbus. Uh, there are salary cap obstacles that could prevent it from getting across the finish okay. line, but it has been. Nope. Now it's been done. Okay. So there were issues and now they figured it out. So congratulations. Who did they give up? Everybody wants to know. That's what anyone cares. What happens? What was the return for Jonathan quick? I can't see it being a lot given the way he's played this season, but again, veteran, a guy who could help. And then Kings versus, um, Kings versus Knights has to happen now. Uh, Wild are laying 165 against the Canucks. This is strength against strength. This is defense against offense. What do you make of this game tonight? 
This is the number one team in hockey to Who's gift. That? What? Who's the number one team in hockey to gift? Who? Canucks. Vancouver's number one team to gift, number one team to over one and a half goals in the first period. The Wild are the last team for gift and the last team for goals over uh, one and a half in the first period. Uh, this is, I mean, this is tough. What's what? Uh, what side do you go there? I want to go with the, the over. I want to go with the Vancouver stuff. Yeah, I think it's a, I think the Wild win. I think, I think wild win money line. They'll win the game. Oh, that's too big of a contrast. I, 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 I do you like the game and go over or under? No, I like like a four, one, four, two win for Minnesota. I'm not playing. I'm not playing it though. Cause you, yeah, I don't like the what game. happens. What happens with Canucks give up five goals to Minnesota. Easy. Correct. Easy. <laughs> so like I wouldn't I wouldn't play it. I would take I'm taking the wild though. NHL board is hard tonight. Yep. A lot of games, but it's hard. Yeah. I don't like I, I I went through it last night and I I have one bet going in the NHL or two bets going in the NHL actually. And that's oh, I, nice. I, I, okay. I don't I don't have a lot. It's a hard, it's a hard day. Toronto at Calgary. I have no idea what to do with this game. No idea. Right? No it's idea. Good, it's a good game. I'm not saying it's a bad. I don't think it's a bad game. It's a good game. I just don't know who wins. I don't know who has an edge. How did Edmonton do against Toronto yesterday? Um, what happened yesterday with them? They won, right? It was went under, right? No, nope, five two went over. Five two win for Edmonton. Toronto plus money tonight off the loss. I think Toronto's the side there. Fifteen eleven and three. Flames at home. Leafs are 14, 10, and 4 on the road. That's a Maple Leafs play to me. Mm. Game to probably go over, but don't like the total that much. Good number. Six and a half. That's what it's supposed to be. Right. Right. Can't make so that you, six. No. Can't make it seven. No. Six and a half. Juice a little over. Good luck. Which, which side you want to be on? Yeah. So there's 10 games today. The Grand Salami is 65 and a half. Every game is six or higher. And there are a bunch of six and a halves. 10 games. We have Vancouver playing, yeah. Edmonton playing, mm-hmm. Buffalo playing. Mm-hmm. We have some of the highest total go- games, teams for games per going today. Yep. Over 10 games, six goals a game is 60. Yep. So 10 goals, six and a half games or six and a half, 10 games, six and a half goals a game is 65. Here's your number 65 and a half. Good luck, sir. You can bet over. You can bet under. In fact, what are you going to make the juice minus 110 on both sides? Mm-hmm. How about that? Some books have gotten ingenious and made it 65 with overjuiced to try to get that push if it falls right on the number. Damn. Uh, let's see. We'll do a quick assessment. Pittsburgh, Tampa, under, over, under. Ranger Senators, what? Over, 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 under, over, over. Under. 
Over. Six, four overs, five, five, maybe. Good luck. Coin flip. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's a good number. Do you like something there? No. I just, I would lean over just because with Buffalo, Vancouver, and Edmonton all playing, there's the potential for like a seven, five game in here. Mm. Mm. So okay. we get one, we get one of those good shot to go over. You don't, you're probably going under. Gotcha. So it's not, yeah. I don't have a feel for it, but I think you could have a Buffalo Bruins shootout. You could get Edmonton that gives up six goals. Mm. Vancouver, you know, the wild erupt for something. Told you two nights ago, I bet the salami over 63 and a half. First time in the decade that I bet mm. it. Okay. Just was out eating lunch. I looked down and I said, man, there's a lot of games. I like, the, I like a lot of games tonight. I think I like them over, but I don't know. I can't decide. I wonder what the salami is. Oh, 63 and a half. Did the math. I said, if we get over half the games over, we should be good. Now, I didn't consider to one game twice for being the unders. <laughs> Fell 62. Um, sometimes the book does know shit and comes up with a pretty good number. Tonight is a good number. Be careful with that number. Yeah. All right. So Alabama last night. Against Auburn, laying nine and a half, close 10. Down yeah. 17 points to their arch rival. Mm. Somehow rallies, gets the game into overtime. Yep. Goes to work. They win the game by five. Okay. Can you, if Alabama's the number one seed in the NCAA tournament, you cool with it? Alabama, the number one seed overall. That doesn't mean anything to me. Does oh, that mean easy. something to you? Yeah, it's the easiest path to get to the Final Four. Yeah, but I think all the one. I always see the ones as the same. I don't have one team as a one. Oh, it matters on travel. Ones. It matters on brackets. It matters. I mean, your path matters as to who you're going to play. Yeah, getting the lo- getting the closest location from a, from travel for your fans to make the trek. Yeah, the easiest path to get to Houston. That's fine. I mean. I don't have a problem with it. I, again, like I said, they're all the same to me. So whether they're the one A, B, C, or D, if they're a one seed, right. they're a one seed. Um, why does it – do you have – do you think they should not be? You sound like – I hear it in your voice, like you're ready to I, say they're not a one seed. I don't know who the hell is. Right. I mean, my problem with the year is I go through the top teams and I'm just like, all right, I, when I watch Alabama at times, I think they're the best team in basketball. And then they do really stupid things. Yeah, this is – listen, you – we said this – we said this a year ago while we were sitting in the hospital <laughs> watching them play. Remember? Right. You yeah. were getting aggravated. Yes. <laughs> they weren't feeding you, and you were nope. getting very oh, yeah. hangry. Oh, three days. It was all, Where it was at all one cool. point, I went outside and said, listen, he hasn't eaten <laughs> Can you please feed me? Is it like can you give them something? Because Jello, they gave me Jello. I, it's listen, and I hustled to get you to Jello. Like I was like, you got to give him something that he can eat. He's fine. Let him eat something. <sighs> well, we got to do those tests. We got to make sure he's clean. I'm like, listen, he's gonna That's bite someone's head off. I told yeah, that one. Yours. I, I said that. I told that young girl. I said he's gonna yell at you. 
I get can leave. Him something. You can't. Right. You can't. You got to work with him. You got to live here. He lives here for now. He can't get out of here. He's locked to his room. It was, like, it was horrible. But, but, but Bama yes. was on the TV and they they had those like six minute stretches where they just do a lot of like things that like high school teams don't do. Frustration. I don't know. I mean, the next thing on the run, Kentucky lost. The SEC is a mess. So Vanderbilt goes to <laughs> Rupp Arena and wins for the first time since 2007. Vanderbilt, they're actually, I mean, Vanderbilt's 10 and 7 in the SEC right now. I just like got approved, by the way, for Saturday. Phenomenal. That's goodness. Just check the email. I get to show Dave the ropes of covering the UFC. It's going to be fun. <laughs> Bring your binoculars. Wait. Bring your binoculars. We're up. <laughs> I don't like heights. How far, how, how, how high up are we? What do you mean? Top row of the building. Top row? Yeah. It's a really unique perspective for a fight. You see everything. Really? Yeah, because you look down on everything. So you see everything. But you can, or you can watch it from the big, you can watch it on the huge screen, which is right in front of you as well. But I tend to, I don't, I, I tend to look down to watch the guys. Grappling exchanges can be a little bit hard to see, but striking is cool. <laughs> Seeing it, just hearing it, it on the scoreboard too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Right, oh yeah. yeah. And you can you can listen if you want to listen in. You can listen in to the broadcast oh, okay. and stuff. All right, so. good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Vandy wins this game. What did this game close yesterday? <sighs> I don't know. Let's see. Hold on. Be able to tell you that in a second. Da, 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 da. I mean. Was it as big as an upset as it sounds by having them not win there since two? Well, I mean, it's a, it's an emotional thing for so many teams like Vanderbilt who have spent the better part of 50 years getting killed by Kentucky. Ten and a half and 145 and a half. Wow. Really Ten, Ten and a half, half point, point number. Favorite. And they win. Lose at home. That's unacceptable. The last oh, week before. Calipari's. I don't. If Coach Cal is no longer there after this year, I won't be stunned. But, you know, we talked to Matty Lindemann. And he was talking, he's a Kentucky guy. And he's like, he's saying that the recruiting class coming in is the best that he's ever had, that Cal's ever had. So if that's the case, Cal's not going to go out <laughs> like this. Cal's going to come back for one more year. See, and he sent me a text last night that said those things, Cal to Texas is getting more real. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's really, Texas hasn't given, and I, I apologize, I forget the interim tag, but the guy who replaced Chris Beard when Chris Beard got fired, they haven't given the guy He's done a really good job, but they haven't given him the official tag. He's still the interim head coach. And I think the reason is it looks a lot like Rich Basaccia with the, with the Raiders. It didn't matter what Rich Basaccia did with the Raiders. He was not getting the job. Guy so, got a raw deal. That guy yeah. got a raw fucking deal. Basaccia. So the guy right now who's coaching Texas could go and make a deep run in the dance, and he's not going to get the job because they're waiting for Calipari. I think there's a reason why the guy has not been given the job is because oh, they want to see if they oh. can get Cal. So I think Calipari's thing is, hold on, I'll talk to you after the year is over at the final four, we'll have a conversation. And that's where I can see Calipari going to Texas just for a changing of scenery. But I mean, losing at home to Vanderbilt, this is what gets you fired. Forget leaving. This gets Kentucky Wildcat fans. They freak out when this happens. Let me, uh, let me jump in here with some breaking news. It's not really breaking news, but I'm watching baseball on okay. TV, and the Red Sox are playing the Phillies. They're kicking the tar out of them. It's, it's, 
spring training baseball. Relax. <laughs> hey, my Please. Good. I like it. But there's a quote on the TV from Sam Kennedy, the Red Sox president and CEO, friend of told mine, The yeah. Athletic. Pressure is definitely on the 2023 Red Sox. You know, it's always on in Boston. Expectations for our fan base are high, and they should be. We have no excuses. We have all the resources. Yeah. I mean, this Sam, is like Sam every, said- every day I got to see this Red Sox <laughs> propaganda. I'm doing a show right here. And Sam's this a good guy. Up on my screen. Sam might, I mean, I might be able to get Sam on the show. Sam's a friend of mine. So he's Sam Kennedy's a friend of yours. Yeah. So, get him on a show. Yeah. And we, we may be able to get him on the show and have a conversation about what's going on for the Red Sox, but he's a, he's a really smart guy. I mean, he's a really smart guy. He's um, he Jeez. did my show every, uh, it wasn't every week, but he did it every couple of weeks when really? I was in New Hampshire. Yeah. He, you know, I would, I would, <sighs> the owner of the station in New Hampshire that I worked for, the guy had EMC club, two tickets to the EMC club, which is basically, if you ever go there, you can never go to a baseball game the same ever again. Like it ruins you because it's a five-star restaurant that you go eat pre-dinner. So like an unbelievable meal, you go to your seat, there's a person, personal TV at your seat and you have your own personal, uh, waiter or waitress. This for is whole game. in Fenway? This is in Fenway, yeah. So, like, are you enclosed? You either or. You can be enclosed or you can be outside. It's your choice. There are seats outside. There are seats inside. Where's so, this behind home plate? Correct. This is the up? right up, one deck up, right behind home plate. It's called the EMC Club. It's the most expensive seat in the house. <laughs> it's stupid. But I would go there and... He would every once in a while, my the owner of the station would walk in and be like, Hey, I'm not going to the game. Do you want to go? And so he'd just give me these two tickets. And he'd like, it would, it would never, there'd be no rhyme or reason to it, but it would just because 81 games, you can't go to all of them. So I went to at least two or three games a year like that. And Sam Kennedy would always be up there and I'd have conversations with him and just talk. And you know, it was, it was fun just to kind of see the Red Sox from that level. So he's a good, a good reference. Guy. We can never take the kids to something like that you'll because never go in the expectations, right? Like then you're going to tell them you're going to go sit in the bleachers and they're like, what are we doing? Dead. We're not doing this. Oh no. Dead. Absolutely. I, I mean, yeah. I, my ex-wife, I couldn't take her ever. I mean, we, she'd go to the game and then I get tickets to the Red Sox and she'd say, are they EMC club tickets? And I'd say, no. And she'd go, no, I don't want to go. Right. She, she'd only, she would only go. go if it was that. Yeah. Cause right. once you go to that, it's like, forget it's it. It's tough to go to another type of, because if it's raining, you go inside. If it's cold, you go inside. If it's right, windy, right, you can go yeah. inside. If it's gorgeous, right. you go sit outside. I mean, yeah, it's, right. it's it's the best of both worlds. And right. you can sit like there's like it's famous. The, the is a very long bar inside of it, and you will see certain Red Sox scribes People. on their night days off up right. there, right? <laughs> Just drinking. <laughs> yeah, I'll go and have conversations with them and whatnot. So you know, there's the Bernie and Phil guys, the Jordan Furniture guys. If you guys are New England people, you know what I'm referencing. They're all over. They're always up there, you know, hanging out and whatnot. So yeah. that ruins you for baseball. But Sam Kennedy could do the show. But yes, Sam Kennedy's right. Oh, Connor Winsky's coming to Vegas today. Correct. Connor coming today. I thought he was here over the weekend. No, what what I thought, I, I, I thought we were going to, he's here for the weekend though. He's here for this weekend. I thought he was here last weekend and came no, and no, went no, no, and we no. didn't get to see him. No, no, no. He's coming this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Atta boy, Vinny. We'll see you this weekend. 
He okay. keeps on he keeps on DMing me because your DMs are open are closed and he's getting angry. So he's like, tell Dave. I'm like, I'm not Text telling Dave anything. Me his thing and I will DM him and open up the DMs. That's okay. fine. I will meet up this weekend. Um Saturday. Is there pre- any worse experience than watching a baseball game in the rain as far as sporting event experience for you? Yeah. Watching a football game in the rain and the snow, in the cold, in the wind. I would rather watch a football game in the snow than watch a baseball game in the rain. I like the snow. I'm mean, like wet rain. It's I'm quiet, about. right? The quiet. The, I don't mind snow. So, yes, snow falling yes, is quiet. I like, it's fine. I, I don't mind that. The I don't rain like, and the on my head, even if I have a poncho on or an umbrella. It's the worst. I don't like the sound. And that was for you, Mikey. Awesome. Put that on the reel, Mikey. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad, bad. Not a fan at all. So, Okay, so we got college basketball games going on right now. I'm going to lose my first bet of the day, it looks like, because, well, it's coming down a little bit, but I bet under uh, under 35 and a half, 135 and a half, the current live total for Illinois State and UNI is 142 and a half. 141 so, and a half right now, sir. Okay, 12, so, 20 left in the second half. You got so time. Pace is slowing down a little bit. Yeah. Illinois, Illinois State needs to kind of clamp down. Uh, so we might be able to get the under there on that bet, but we've got some games coming up. Well, that's the only game going on right now. You can bet live going on right now, sir. So what yeah. is so the, the, who we won the first noon game? Eastern start? Um, Arkansas state at Troy. Oh boy. So, I mean, you know, good luck with that. It's eight and a half, one thirty four and a half. Thanks for coming. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. I don't 68, know. 61. USA yeah. with a win over at home over Appalachian State. So How about that? 129 finishes. The game closed 128. Oh my gosh. Numbers are tightening up, boys. Oh yeah. They're 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 what very telling you, come on in, bet this shit. Go ahead. Good luck. <laughs> Daring you to bet it. Like, go ahead. See, see, you know, go crazy. See what yeah. see what happens. Yeah. All right. Any interest in laying 17 and a half points with Evan uh, with Indiana State at Evansville in the second game of the Valley Tournament today. Does that say Arch Madness? That's what it's called, Arch Madness. Arch Madness, because it's in St. Louis? Hey, you catch it on! <laughs> yes. Is, they, they call... I, well, listen... You're You've been looking like, at me for how long? You never knew the Valley Tournament was called Arch Madness? And never once, Arch Madness for like no, 30 years. Yes, no, it's been never once that I know St. Louis. that, but I figured it out. Yes, but your spelling mistakes in the rundown correct. may yes, have left, correct. may have missed the M. <laughs> fair. That is a fair question to say, wait a minute, did you forget about the M? No, I did not forget about the M. Is this, this is the first. Points? This is ridiculous. This is stupid for, I don't care how bad Evansville is. This is a stupid number of points. 17 and a half points is stupid for a Valley tournament game, especially a Valley tournament game where no one's there. They've never played Thursday four games before in the history of this thing. This is the dead day. No one goes. So no one's in the building. Dead atmosphere. That's why I bet the under for, for you and I in Illinois State. And you know, we'll see if it hits or not. It looks like right. it might not, but it's going to be right. I mean, two or three possessions, one way or the other. 17 and a half points. I mean, it's high. Dude, That's the highest spread of the, the, the day of all the games. Like this. Yeah. Is, it was 18 and a half last so night. It was like 18 and a half points. I was like, what is that? Evansville's really bad, but wow. That's a lot of points. Houston was an 18 point favorite this morning against uh, Wichita State. Okay. And now it's 16 and a half. Yeah, let's go to that game. Number one, yeah. Houston against Wichita State. Eight was 16, 18, and now it's 16 and a half. Those are the two biggest spreads of the day. 
That's and a, it's not even close. Wow. Is Houston the best team in the country? Can you buy that? Dear God. So I did uh I did the show this morning on Better Sports Network with Irizarry and yep. Jim Root was on. You know right. Jim Root. Of course. Second chance points, our friend. He said Houston is the best team right now. And he said it's not by a lot, but he put them as the best team because they're going to win their conference tournament. Yes, going away. They're going to be a one seed, and they may get that coveted one seed thing that you're talking about. Number one overall, yep. Which would give them a short path to home. Wait, where's where's the final four, sir? Houston. It's crazy. No? Yeah, it's well, Houston. But right. So are they the best team? They got the best situation, do they not? Well, yeah, they have they have the best record. I don't know. I mean, you know, they're 27 and 2. And I just have a tough time looking at their non-conference schedule and looking at their conference schedule and saying, okay, this is Gonzaga 2.0. I mean, they lost to Alabama 71-65 in the beginning of December. They beat Virginia, which is a good win. They beat St. Mary's, good win. Beat Oregon, good win. But a lot of their conference games are just like, I don't know, Tulsa, you know, Tulane, Central Florida. I mean, best team in the country, McNeese State. I don't know. I mean, they're very good. They're very tough. Yeah. They have the number five ranked offense and defense adjusted efficiency in the country. Right. When you have that, you're a damn tough team to play against. Have you ever been to the Red Sox spring training, by the way? Yes. Went there after the, after the 2004 World Series. Is it, did it look like Fenway to you? No, this is brand new. So JetBlue Park was JetBlue Park opened ooh, five, four years ago. Five years ago, right? Hold on. I just did a little wide shot there. It looks a lot like Fenway. It's identical to Fenway. That built is really cool. They bent they they built it to be Fenway, to be Fenway Park. It opened in 2012, it looks like. No, so I've not been to JetBlue Park. Oh. Yeah, JetBlue Park was they broke ground, opened March 3rd, 2012. Yep. When it started. Man, that's wild. Uh, yeah, they built it to be. There's green monster seats. There's Wally's down there right now. Wally's well, there. Yeah, obvious. He's he's putting he's putting sunscreen on fake. I love the mascots <laughs> for spring training. You better love the mascots because that's all there really is to watch. It's better than the game half the time. It is. Uh, Chef watch. Benny came in and said he does not like uh, he does not like your friend Sam Kennedy. He's not even sure he likes the Red Sox. Well. I get the anger. I do. I mean, like and that's why Sam time. said what he He's, said. I mean, uh, Sam has to say that right now because people are really frustrated. They're really mad at what the team's going to look like. I mean, the team's a mess. You can't, there's no other way around it. The team's an absolute, I mean, everyone's saying like, this is what 2013 was like. No one saw it. The team was a mess and they won the world series. Uh, no, <laughs> like, no, this is not, this is not 2013. It's not 10 years ago. This is not the same situation. This is a banged up weird baseball team with guys out of position all over the diamond. The only benefit is that everyone might be out of sorts because of the rule changes. Wow. So it might, yeah, it might, yeah. Yeah. It might level the playing field a little bit for the Red Sox. Um, Man, Roger Long, 
uh, in here again every day, just came in and said, Matt, around here, we call them the Suckamores. Lay the number. Oh, if for that's Sycam- Indiana State, the Sycamores. Sycamores. Oh, well, he, if, if he hates, if he's from Indiana, they'll hate. He might be a Michigan State guy. I don't know. If he's an Indiana fan, he hates Indiana State. Sycamores. Yeah. It's, they do. I mean, I, I mean, in, in comparison to some of the Big Ten power schools in there. Yeah. The 17-point favorites. And I don't think it's a bad bet to bet them to win the Valley Tournament at plus 600. They can win the whole thing. Oh. But they're playing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So bet them. And then if they make the final, you fade them because their legs will be dead. But we've never seen somebody. I don't think anybody's won the Valley Tournament playing on Thursday. And we have four winners coming out of Thursday. Never seen that before. Yeah, that's tough. That's normally there's only two teams to play on Thursday that win. Now we have four. Uh, Okay. UCLA is laying 11 and a half to Arizona state. They are quietly taking a lot of people's money to win it all. Yeah. People aren't really talking much about UCLA, but they're number two on Ken Palm. They're 25 and four. Yeah. And they're really, really tough. I mean, they, they lost back-to-back games in November to Illinois and Baylor, back-to-back games to Arizona and USC in January, and that's it. They've won everything else. Kempom has this as a 13-point number. I've never been to Pauley Pavilion. I haven't either. And if I had a driver tonight after we finished the show, I would grab a quick bite to eat and take a nap in a car and go to Westwood tonight and go to this game. Because they play Saturday night against Arizona. Ooh, big game. In Pauly, which again, it's hard to justify getting in a car and going to see that when they're going to be here next week and we'll be able to see them in person right down the street. At the so, Pac-12, yep. I don't know, but I want to I want to soak it in. Root said it to me and Keith this morning. A lot of people are saying it. He has UCLA to win it all. Yeah. They can win it all. Yep. This feels Mick too high tonight. Ken Palm has it at 13 and a half. This is low for Ken Palm. So it just depends on what you look at for numbers, but this is two points of value if you like the trail of Ken Palm. Uh, Arizona like State just had that crazy dog, that crazy half-court shot win crazy, over Arizona. Ridiculous game. Yeah. Let down spot against UCLA. Ah, uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Purdue is laying four and a half. Tell me why. <laughs> God bless you. Sorry. Yeah. I guess sounded like you threw up right there because you couldn't <laughs> believe they were laying four and a half. I cannot believe they're laying four and a half on the road. Right. I don't think Purdue's very good. The big I don't 10 think. home teams have been money. Not so much Wisconsin. I think four point Wisconsin line. According, eight, right? Yeah. Wisconsin sucks. Four, four oh. point line. According oh. to Ken Palm on this. It's, Wisconsin can't score. Roger Long said, slick, Dave, not suck. Slickamores. Uh, slickamores. Ah. Slickamores. Lay the points. With so, the Sorry. Oh, uh, that's why. Okay. Uh, makes sense. Though. Wisconsin is average possession length. They are 349th in college basketball. In, I believe. But I mean, believe. they hold the ball the longest? Yeah. Take the longest possessions in college basketball. <laughs> so mm. maybe you know, that's why they're an under team, but. Defensively, they haven't been great. Do you think anyone at the games you'll shoot it <laughs> <laughs> when, when they're holding the ball? It was long. Yeah, like that's why one of my favorite things about going to games. I learned it very young going to Penguin games. 
everybody's a power play expert and everybody right. yells, shoot it, shoot right. it, shoot it. If you're the 349th longest time possession team in Wisconsin, how many times, I mean, seriously, during the game, how many times do you hear, shoot it, shoot it? They're playing a game like, uh, like uh, Indiana did in the high school in Hoosiers. All right. You know, six passes. Make Before sure you can shoot. You, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone touches um, the ball once. My goodness. I I like Wisconsin plus the points. I just, I don't know mm. why. And I was rooting for Purdue at the beginning of the season. I really wanted to see the Big Ten get a team to the Final Four. Like I re- And I've watched a couple of their last, like, six games. Oh, gosh. Wisconsin's. Four nine and one ATS at home. Terrible. Oh my. Terrible. But they're two and two over their last four, three and three over their last. What does Purdue on the road? Look at them. Look at six, them. Seven and one. Straight ATS. up. A- ATS. Straight up. Look at the last. Look at the last couple games. Straight up. They are eleven and three on okay. the road, and they've lost to Maryland on the road, and yep. Northwestern on the road, yep. and Indiana on the road. Zero oh, and three last three. Outright straight, losers, straight up. outright Out, losses, outright losses. Yep. Yeah, and laying points again on the road at Wisconsin over two baskets, <laughs> over four. You got to be crazy. Good luck. Good luck. You can have Purdue. I like Wisconsin. One more in the college ranks. Arizona, number eight team in the country, is at USC tonight. Tough game. Good game. Good game. Tough game to bet. Fun game to watch. I don't like a side at all in this. It's tough. I mean, the Trojans are 13 and five in the SEC in the Pac 12. Arizona's 13 and five in the Pac 12. So they're not going to catch UCLA, but this is for the number two seed in the conference tournament. USC has won four games in a row, three out of five for Arizona. They should have beaten Arizona State, but they lost that game on the buzzer. Football guy 97 just came in to chat. He's a Big uh, participant on the Twitter. Good mm. good morning, good afternoon to you, sir. Thank you for coming in and watching the show. He just said Purdue looks more fraudulent the more I watch them. Agreed. Couldn't agree more. Does Arizona have the same feel to you? Not the same, mm. but like like but like the expectations were high. Right. They were better perceived a month ago. Yeah. Three weeks ago. Like I feel like. I'm. I don't know if I'm looking for it in seeing like what I like to say ghosts. Like I think I'm seeing something with Arizona where I'm disappointed, or I'm like, yeah, they're not winning it, mm-hmm. right? Like two and a half point favorites at USC. Either the number should be the Purdue number, right? Four and a half. Four, four and a half, right? Or it should be pick them. So this number tells me it's a dog number because it ain't high enough, you know. But Arizona could win this game by 10 because USC is a complete Jekyll and Hyde. As the Red Sox just hit a grand slam on my TV. <laughs> I mean, this is like a nightmare that will never end. It's 15 to 3. I told you. They're kicking the crap out of them. It's beautiful. This is this is great. And they're interviewing Rob Thompson and he's just got the headphones on and he's talking to the guys in the booth. And I hope he has sunscreen SPF 30 on because he's really getting a nice tan. 
That ballpark looks great. We're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go. Oh, Fort yeah. Myers. It's, that looks it's awesome. Fenway. It's Fenway South. They call it. You know, it's built the same specs, so you can learn the wall. You can learn the wall and the the the, the triangle in center. And listen, man, I was at Fenway with the kids. Like, I don't know how much a, a Fenway imitation is gonna do for me in Fort Myers after Ooh. being there in person. Like, I don't know. It was awesome. Oh no, yeah, it's phenomenal. But I mean, it's a chance to. It's more for the team to play in this the same context. Oh, with the right dimensions and all that stuff. Uh huh. So they know oh. what. So they can practice all spring. So they can get to Fenway. There's not that learning curve with the wall. With the damn wall, right? How to yeah. when, what's over your head? What's going to be a double? What's going to be a single? How far can you go back? Right, I mean, right, right, it's, right. It's 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 a nice little, especially if you've got guys like Manny Ramirez playing left. If they stink out there, you get guys who can learn how to play off the field, <laughs> learn the learn the bounces, which is right. really important. Right. Uh, NBA, you are wearing the Maverick stuff. Dallas uh, is laying. Look at this. Look at this thing. Max forty one. Dirk Nowitzki. I, I'm a little surprised at this because they're playing Philly. This yeah. is your team. I know. I wore the Philly stuff before, and I and 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 I got I got both handy. Okay. Um, Who do you like in this game? This is this is one of those ones, right? Where I look at and I go, "Boy, the book's really fooling everybody, huh?" Right? They're gonna take Philly. Oh, everyone take Philly. Yes. Wait a sec. Hold on. It's in beat How out. Did, no, no, no. How did the book know? How do they know? They're watching the show right now. The line just went from three to from four to three across the world right now. Boom. Literally <laughs> right now. If you have an odd screen, yep. it changes colors sometimes for certain screens, whether it's Don Best, Spank Odds, all these other things that people use. Yep. Spanky, that's a little that 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 one's for you, my you. friend. Yeah, free plug. Little free plug for you. (laughs) It's painted three now. Mavs win and cover. Mavs win and cover. Wow. Yep. Not falling for the Philadelphia Act today. Clippers are laying three and a half on the road at the Warriors. Why? I don't know. I was going to ask you why. (laughs) The same question. Why? Why? Yeah. This doesn't make any sense either. Zero. Since, sir, zero. Warriors can't win on the road. All they do is win at home. And the Clippers are who knows what they are each night. You play, watch them play. Yeah. Um, For replay and stuff and people will watch. I got the Clipper hat close. Doesn't really. This blue is the only blue that's not in this damn jersey. So right. it doesn't look <laughs> right at all. Nope. So. I'm not going to keep it on my head long because <laughs> I don't think they're going to win. I don't so, understand the number. Why are we favored on the road? I don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, I take the dog, take the home dog. So for those of you who were trailing yesterday's parlay, which hit, we are not going to do it today because there are four games and none of them fit the criteria as what we were talking about for teams who are tanking and taking money line parlays. So we'll take the 80-buck bet, roll it to tomorrow when there is a litany of games to break down tomorrow in the oh, NBA. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're two for two, though. Yep. Two for two, having fun, yep. cashing tickets. So we'll um, go for And Embiid is playing. I got confirmation. 
from my friend, Butchie. Okay. He is playing. Uh, Butchie okay. the bookie just texted me and said, well, Embiid is playing. That's why the line moved. All the Robinsons and parallelograms are on plus four. Of course. Congruent angles lose two. <laughs> all right. You can have all the protractors you want. Yep. Give me the Mavericks. Yeah, like last, like last night we talked about the the line that for college basketball with Xavier and Providence opened at one fifty five, closed at one fifty one and a half. Damn, everyone son. freaked out because I bet over one fifty four and a half. Yep, all the pros came in on the under, and the game was over by with five minutes to go in the, go in the game. And the, the game, game flew over. Yeah, <laughs> the game flew over. So yeah, that's just sometimes line movement doesn't matter. Sometimes you just, you know, sit there and just right. go, okay, it's it's good. All oh, the totals down to 137 and a half. In what? In what? Illinois State, you and I. Got a shot? I got a shot. It's five minutes to Stay play in the game. Focused. Stay focused here. <laughs> Please, live. finish the rest of the show. Stay focused. We're all right. We may be able to get there. Stop scoring. This is the one benefit is when you get to a tournament game and whoever loses, their season's over. They grip the ball. They play long they possessions. The ball. What the hell does that mean? They always grip the ball. No, no, no. no. They play longer. They hold the ball longer. They don't go mm. quickly. They don't mm. score fast. Everything is a coaching decision. Every coach. This is the last time the coach may be with these kids. So every single play call is very much orchestrated by the bench. They so slow the game down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Air out, take the air you out of the ball. You did your own sound effect there. Yeah. Mikey, put that in the sound <laughs> effect real right there. That was good. So it's just a way of making everything calm and like take it down. The referees tend to put the to put the whistle in the pocket sometimes and say, you guys got to figure it out. You're playing it out. So we'll see how the next couple of minutes go. But 135 and a half and live to go up. We're one possession away now from getting on pace to the under. So I'm going to have to put the headband on for this one. Just like uh, now it's one. Now it's 136 and a half. JC. From KC, oh, no, said he wanted the headband right now. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Ride it home, baby. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that one. All right. Uh, all right, so here's a question. Yes. Read this this morning, and I, I need to ask you, have you ever booked esports in your career? <laughs> so good. That came up once. And I said, they said, you have to book it. I said, I quit. <laughs> okay. They're like, what are you talking about? I said, I don't know nothing about this shit. I said, I see my kids play video games. I see them watch other kids play video games. If you guys want to book this and you're going to hold me responsible, I quit. And like, what are you getting so, what are you, what are you so adamant for? And I said, I don't want to get involved in this. This feels like this could be, there could be some business decisions being made here. With kids or teams or all this other stuff, I have zero interest in trying to make heads or tails of this and book action. So the Casino Esports Conference concluded yesterday. Sure it did. Right. It had a panel of esports betting experts, including <laughs> Anthony God, the CEO of G3 God Hammer Gaming. He said, quote, I believe esports wagering will be the next big thing. Sometimes the next big thing is right around the corner. And a lot of us are working to create the next steps in a field where people have to put in a lot of money. Some oh. people have seen, haven't seen their returns. They expected, which uh -huh. I think are going to be there. Paris Smith, the CEO of pinnacle, 
one of the world's first sports books to accept esports wagers, said esports is massive globally. Massive. And with international tournaments, they are as big as the NBA finals games sometimes. True. To get where people expect it to be, where regulars in the US who are working to make it fair and have integrity. Smith said, quote, the data in game providers have a huge play in this, but the problem is they're making it too expensive for how small it is at this stage. As an operator, how do you pay $1 million a year for data when you don't have anyone playing esports? It's an ecosystem that has to come together, starting with the regulators and marketing for how you get these players. Pinnacle has been successful in esports because I'm not trying to direct people on how to grow the business. We have people who are esports players and fans. She's right. <laughs> She's right. I met her at G2E. Okay. She couldn't have been nicer. Um, Alf introduced me and we talked a little bit. And she gave me that like kind of like she looked at me up and down real quick. And she was <laughs> like, who are you? Who are you? You know, and Alfonso gave me gave her my resume in about 15 seconds she's like oh you're good okay you're, you're good you're good yeah um it's the it's the the control of information yeah that makes this difficult i got to know where it's coming from i don't need the guy what, what, what the, who was the first quote from what the the president of the what the god <laughs> geo Sorry, C Anthony God, CEO of G3 God Hammer Gaming Group. Yeah, okay. All uh, triple G God three triple. Uh, he got the most the game. Of oh, course, yes. he's going to say this is the future. Yes. Everybody pump the brakes on this shit. Oh, yeah. You want to add another reason why I'm glad we could just try to make heads or tails of the NBA on a day-to-day -day basis? You want me to try to figure this shit out and give you opportunities to bet me? I, I mean, look, if we're going to eat, this is, I'm going to show my age. All right. But like, if we're betting on esports, like, what is the market? Like, you, you, like one guy to beat another guy. All right. I get that. That's just like boxing. Who wins? Okay. But like, what are the in game? Like, can you in game bet? Like if you're watching a tournament, can you bet in game? Like do the odds change based upon what's happening on the game? Oh. Like these are games that I have no idea what, like if they're playing Madden, okay, I get it, but they're not. They're playing like world of witchcraft or whatever the hell it is. Like things I have no idea. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. What is going on on the screen? Never nope. played it. Don't nope. get it. Don't get nope. the interest. Nope. Would never play it. Nope. How in the hell are we betting it or how are we booking it? Next big thing. I mean, look at here in Vegas, Luxor has a huge sign on the outside of it. Home of esports yep. in Las Vegas. They have a gigantic, very cool, very, when it was building, being built, I was given a tour of it. When it opened, I was at the VIP opening for it. I had no idea what I was looking at. <laughs> I was watching yeah, these yeah, things. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was watching these teams play. And I'm like, what game are they playing? I have no idea what they're doing and how they're playing with each other against somebody else. Right. Yeah. Like, and again, I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, you know, date ourselves or myself or whatever, but like, it's like they're playing capture the flag. Right. On a video game. Yep. Where they 
kill each other and this guy kills us and then his teammate blocks this and then all of a sudden and then they, they capture the flag and they win. I don't know what they're saying off other than what I can see. Like I don't even know what I'm seeing. I don't even know what I'm looking at. I mean, I, I yeah. It's when I'm watching these tournaments, I'm like, wait, what do they do? Wait, huh? There's captains, there's strategies, there's like ways they're they're going about it. Like I, it's so far beyond where I am in the computer game ones when they play on the keyboards and they're just like hammering every number, like every key really fast. It's like, what is going on? It's a different world, is it not? It like just, I watch it and I, you know, like I've seen what Kendall can do. Right. Kendall can stink. I mean, legit, at some point I might just concede it all and get her a gaming chair, a gaming computer and put her in a corner and say, go ahead and do your thing. Wow. Like, and as a parent, I never would have said that pre-stroke, right. but now right. I'm like, just go with the flow. Everything. Well, she loves be it. Okay. Man. Yeah. And she does love it. And I watch her. She chats, she talks, she plays, it's multitask. It's actually alarming. And I'm like, that's my kid. Like, <laughs> let's go outside and get some sun. And no. no, no, I'm good. Like, okay. I don't know if it's good, bad, and different, but I know betting on it, oh. I have no interest. No interest. Next big thing, because the problem for them is in order for it to become the next big thing, Kendall has to be of age to be able to gamble. Like it's but, 17, but the 20 have to years gamble on it to make it the next big thing. Of course they have to, they have to care about it. Why do we bet on sports? We bet on sports because we love it. We watch it. It's entertainment. We played the sport. We understand it. We live through our athletes, through our sports teams. It helps us with pride. People bet based upon their heart all the time. You have to find that in esports, And that means you have to have this full paradigm shift as to what actually people care about to put their money down on. I would watch sports if I didn't bet on them. So would I. Yep. We have to be at that level with esports, right? Yes. We have to want to watch whoever's betting on it has to be willing to watch it without betting on it. That's how we know we love it. I'm right. going to lose. I'm, I'm going to lose this game by a single bucket. No, you're not. It's 71 62 with one minute to play. Are you serious? Yep. I'm going to lose it by a bucket. I'm going to lose it. It's going to go squeaking over. It's going to go over like 136. And I'm at, I'm at 135 and a half. <laughs> Swear to God, I'm going to lose it by, I'm going to lose it by a half point. Wait, you gonna, need what? Over or under? Under 135 and a half. 133. Yeah, I'm dead. <laughs> minute to go. Unless we're just going to hold the ball and, do, and let the, let the clock yeah, run out, which is pot. Consider yourself done. Yeah, well, I think I think we lost that bet. That's a bummer. Uh, and then before we get to better our bucket here, so when when you were when you moved to Vegas, yep, the strat was still pretty cool at the time, right? It was called the Stratosphere. Um, yeah, it was. Right. It was. Uh, because in the 80s and 90s, the Strat was still, it was a stratosphere, but it was considered a very cool place to go. That side of the strip hadn't really been developed yet. Correct. You could go it really was. high up. You could see the 360 view of the strip of everything in, in, in the valley. Right. P- people would be all, people were gaga over Yeah, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And then they just let it go to crap. Yes. And didn't do anything with it. And they didn't decide to put any money into it. Right. And it really became 
that part of Vegas is not that the part. best. Not the best. <laughs> Louis Domingue, not the, not the best. Going outside no. is not the best. Not the best. But this is what the Super Bowl is going to do. The Super Bowl is going to change everything. 346 days away, by the way. 346 days away. So Golden Entertainment is spending 30 million to upgrade the room. 30 million? 30 million to upgrade the strat in advance of F1 and the Super Bowl. They're going to invest a ton and they're going to try to make the strat a place that people will want to go to be a part of. And they may actually do it. They're looking at Vegas, and this is everyone's talking about this the overall strength of Las Vegas right now. Rest of the country really is nervous about what's happening with the economy and everything else. But Vegas is thriving, and we're about to go into this boom year of insane things. March Madness coming here this month with a regional final. We've got tonight or Saturday night, we've got the UFC event. Hundreds of people coming in, thousands are coming in to watch John Jones in Cyril Gone. More on that tomorrow. Yes. We've got, obviously, the, you know, everything happens during the summertime here, Raiders games, and then we have F1 in November and the Super Bowl coming up in February. The F1 is a worldwide event that I don't really think any of us know what's coming. No, we don't. Like, nope. I just, I continue to just ride anywhere near that part of town. And I'm like, what the hell? Las Vegas locally, but a, a friend of, both of us on yep. social media yeah. posted that picture of what the hell that's going to look like. Like I, I have no, it's going to change that look of that area forever. forever. Which is awesome. And the, the 10 year deal and to be longer than a 10 year deal. And then and the strats top, and then the Super Bowl. Have you ever heard of atomic golf? Atomic golf? No. Yeah. So I've never heard of this, but this is a $75 million, 100 bay golf entertainment facility opening up in the fourth quarter, right when F1 is coming to Vegas. Atomic golf. Is that like top golf? I guess. But so top golf is MGMs and that's down on Colval lane. So on the clear opposite end of the strip where the strat is, they're building this atomic golf and it's going to open up right in time for F1 and the Super Bowl. What in the hell? Like, how much golf do we need? It's the, well, it's not golf. It's partying with golf balls. Like, it's not. It's not golf. It's just Did you say partying with golf balls. Yeah, just getting drunk and smacking things is all it is. It's just you know, it's good. You know, top golf's not golf. Anybody who walks up to like, you ever see somebody walk into Top Golf with their golf clubs with like their full bag? I I did it once. I didn't know. <laughs> Never did it again. You were, the, you were that guy. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to hit golf balls. I always bring my golf clubs when I go to hit golf balls. They're like, we'll beat you at Top Golf. I showed up with my clubs. I'm like, what? What the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, no, you're I that guy. Supposed to bring my clubs. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> so I this doing? is not. It's, it's not golf. It's just partying and being able to hit golf balls. Speaking but. of balls, can I just mention the Saks underwear read while, I, oh. while I'm here, please? <laughs> I mean, it's a stressful time. The NFL. Super Bowl's coming here, all these different things. And you know uh, what that means? Sweaty balls. So we've got to keep them cool and comfortable because they have a type of underwear called drop temp, which keeps your balls cool. I want this read. I got to find somebody from Saks. Reach out to me. I will DM you back. I, I still have not tried the Saks underwear. Oh, it's nice. It's, it's comfortable. It, it needs a bit more spandex. 
personally. Really? Yeah, it needs a little, little more hug. All right. Drop the temp of your nuts with the drop. Temp. Oh, 137, the game fell. I oh! I lost by a point and a half. Damn oh, it. so bad. That's so bad. It's a good number. Gosh. Odds makers, yeah. listen, they get this shit right this month. No, it's sharp. March as, I mean, a it's a big month for the odds makers in the books. <laughs> yeah. Big month. They're sharp. They're sharp, sharp, sharp. 135 and a half. We lose it by a one bucket. I was right. We lost it by a single bucket. Bummer. All right. Move on to the next game. So let's move on to better to book it. Yep. And let's see how you feel with a couple of college basketball games that I'm going to throw at you. Okay. Youngstown State, you turned me on to them. Yeah, pretty good. So Youngstown State is at home in the Mm -hmm. quarterfinals of Mm -hmm. the Horizon Tournament. They are the number one seed, and they're playing Detroit. Where's the Horizon Tournament played? On college campuses until the final gets played in Indianapolis. So we're on, so we're on campus. Home games. This so is a home game tonight. This is a legit, straight home game for Youngstown State. You ever been to Youngstown, Ohio? I have not. Heard lots about it though. That's home, a, home of Bo Pelini. That's a tough place, son. I've heard. There's a lot of tough people there. That's a. I mean, that's a blue collar. You want to talk about blue collar places, right? I didn't really realize that I was only there once as a kid. But then when I went back to be the director in the book at West Virginia, I didn't have a car. I didn't even take the car when I went back. I got a ride from the airport from Moses the Barber, dropped me off in this Wheeling, West Virginia place. Right. And I didn't have a car. And then Jess's cousin, Megan, had a spare car, was going through some stuff with her and her now ex-husband. She said, you can keep this truck down here. So I took a ride one day when I had about eight hours off, drove around. I went to Youngstown and drove around. Mm Mm-hmm. I ain't seen the gym, but <laughs> Detroit's in for it tonight at Youngstown State. I, I hope you're laying. If you're playing, I hope you're laying. Yeah, we're laying minus eight. We're laying eight on this. Bet it. Bet it. Lunch oh, how, uh, oh, how about how about that? Why? So Why? if you bet, if you bet the under late, it was 137 and a half. Closing total, yeah. Of you and oh, I'm, in game, in game. No, yeah. it's. A, I mean, someone just said I had one thirty-seven and a half. I, I bet it in right game. before the game. Yeah. Well, the, I don't know. It's one thirty-three, right? It, the closing number was one thirty-three. Uh, okay. Yeah. So there we go. So that's that was that was a bummer. So we lost it by there. Some some guys hit it, so they're excited because they got it on the hook at one thirty-seven. <laughs> they cashed on it. Yeah, Youngstown State minus eight. This is one of the best offenses in all of college basketball. They, they are a top 40 adjusted efficiency offense. They are a top 20 effective field goal percentage in the country. Mm. Hometown night game. Detroit lost by 10 as eight and a half point dogs earlier this year. And they lost at home when they were uh, young. South state was laying one and a half and they covered two and oh, so far two and oh ATS against Detroit mercy. It's, it's so much fun doing the third game between these conference teams yeah when they're it's a home game oh yeah the numbers are saying you open oh, yeah. it up eight what was it eight was eight and a half Youngstown state right yep. you open it eight it's moved to nine they the guys push the button rhombuses yep. and parallelograms are on them i'm on them with you youngstown state lay it good i'm going with a principal play because hype i mean just which is what's oh. so fun about doing this show yeah yesterday you pointed out how many times a team 
had a total of 160 or higher in college basketball. Yeah. So I went and pulled it from SoCal DGen, and he gave us the wrong information on the show yesterday because he didn't he didn't factor in the non-conference games, the neutral site games. Okay. So there there's actually been 76 games this year where the total has been 160 or higher. Okay. That's of nearly 6,000 games. Yeah. In college one, it was like 1.3%. Yeah. It's right. The, the number's still there. Yeah. Pepperdine's played in seven of them. <laughs> How many games went over the total? Uh, he, didn't t- 70, he didn't say. He didn't say. 76. Games. He didn't say. How many? Oh, sorry. 19, 18, games. and one to the over. There's 76 games. There has to be oh, 76. Sorry, yeah. So what, what did he do? He gave me 19, 18, one to the over. Uh, oh, sorry. That, that that's Pepperdine's number. Excuse me, Pepperdine's number is nineteen, eighteen, and one to the over. Pepperdine's had seven. This wow, would be eight that's really today. good for a team with a total seven times of one sixty or more has gone over. And you still like I say this all the time: is the book and the odds makers. All we're trying to do is break even with the number. We just want nineteen, eighteen, and whatever yep. is a dream result for us because. You're laying the juice, so you got to get it right more than you get it wrong. If we get it right more than we get it wrong on one way or the other, but it's close, yep, that's perfect. So Gonzaga's had you eight like times. Under? Yep. So Gonzaga's got eight. Toledo has seven. So the math on this game versus Pacific is it's really interesting. So 160 and a half, you mentioned 160 being sort of that that number. They've played two times this year. First time. It was 160 and a half, 161, uh-huh. and then 160. Uh-huh. First game went over by a half a point. Mm. Second game went under by, I think, eight points. It went under. Orleans Arena, nobody there. Empty, empty building. Time is this game. 8.30 Pacific time. I'm going. 11.30. There's no you're one in the brigade. Or you're watching this show, I will meet you there and yep. I will buy you a drink if you come and find Oh, me. wow. How about that? What? They traded Robin Leonard. That's part yeah. of the trade. The yeah. Knights. So Columbus gets Robin Leonard, a first round pick in 23, a conditional first round pick in 24, and Brandon Bryson, that kid. So the in, in Patrick Lane and Jonathan Quick going to the Golden Knights. So Robert wow. Leonard, who now is in serious debt, fifty million dollars worth of debt, not playing either. You know now. Pepperdine is Pepperdine is five and two to the over when a total yeah. is one sixty plus yeah. this season. Yeah, and, so. and and that's okay. I mean, I'm 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 fine with that. And it's um, wow, seventy six games with a total one sixty this season. He just sent me the text. Yeah, thirty six, thirty nine, and one. So three more unders than overs, which makes sense. That's so a pepper, good number. Son. So that's yeah, I, I I like under. So it's one sixty and a half, and it's so like they, they they've played twice. The yep. first game, the, the the last game was on the second of February. It was one sixty two, right? Eighty eighty one seventy three final went under by eight points. Yeah, and then the first game was one fifty four and a half, and it went over by a half a point, eighty to seventy five. I'm on, I'm on one sixty and a half under rainmaker. If you fly out to the game tonight, you get on a plane, right? I'll pick you up at the airport and 
buy you a drink at the game. Ooh, look at that. Coming out from Pittsburgh. Manny's Pub. You're watching the show. Manny's Place. Look at that. Come on out. Hang out. So, yep. There we go with that. Um, We'll throw a couple of more quick ones here and better to book it before we get let go of Sports Grid. Stars Wild Moneyline Parlay at plus 135. Stars Wild Moneyline. Did you say Stars Stars are playing Chicago? I think Chicago's punting on the whole year. First game without Patrick Kane. What, no so we're doing money it. line, just money line, money line, money line, money line. Yep, just win the game. Chalk parlay. Okay, yep. Minnesota at Vancouver. Yep, oh. both. Minnesota oh. is three. Minnesota is three oh. points behind Dallas for first place in the division. Oh, you're gonna make a sweat that game. That one's gonna be nothing but aggravation. I don't think so. I disagree. I don't think Minnesota so. Minnesota goes and blows them out. Not blows them out. I just think Minnesota is playing really well defensively, and and I don't think Vancouver's going to be able to think the wild score. Three, four goals. Four, one final. Oh, four, two final. Wow. Really? Yeah. Stars one is Stars are playing. Stars poorly. are winning. Yeah, but the Stars have lost three out of four. I'm more I'm more nervous about Dallas than I am nervous about the Wild. I like yeah, the Wild better. Be, Chicago's got their heart ripped out. That's yes, it. that's why I'm betting on this. Right. I like Dallas tonight. Get right spot. We'll we'll bet this, but this does not feel as comfortable as the the last two days with the money line parlay oh, that's whoops. cashed in the in the. Uh, Come on, so Cal, you can't be giving us fake information what? here. He what got happened? tricked by a fake Twitter account. He said, "What with what? It's not Robin Leonard did not get traded." Yeah, relax with the trade information. Give me, okay. give me the stats. Give me the stats. That's a big deal to get that guy off the, off their books though for Golden Knight right? fans. That's of a, course, they could get rid of Robin Leonard off the, off their books. That would be a yeah. monster. And yep, why yep, do you yep. trade for him? And then finally, over six and a half Bruins Sabers. Gotta be over. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be over. I like See. this. Bet it. Very nice. Sports Grid, thank you so much. Join us tomorrow for a big roll call Friday. It's always a really fun, fun show. Definitely join us. For that, you guys live on YouTube and Twitter. Don't move. More to come here with BVB. Favorite thing about today is what? Um, learning something new every day. Mm. Literally learning something new every day. Mm-hmm. Um, did the show with Irizarry, and I heard this expression today okay. that I didn't know was like an important expression for the kids. I'm going to can't wait to ask my kids. You learn so much from them, coaching them and listening to them just talk, right? And he asked me, if I had heard anyone be called a bucket before, have you heard this yet? A kid, a kid calling somebody a bucket, not a bucket hat. This is what's known in the real world as a bucket lid. Yeah. Right? Bucket, a hat. bucket yep. hat. Yes. Yep. Um, apparently the kids have shortened it into Kevin Durant is a bucket. Yeah. Walking yeah. bucket. He's a walking bucket. He's Okay. Um, I just found this out that they're using it as a singular, like Jimmy buckets, Jimmy Butler. His name is buckets. Yes. With an S. Yes. Big Nelly buckets just got his hat hat. from us and little buckets with an S posted on Twitter and saw it's, it's buckets with an S. I just found this out today that a person who's really good at basketball is now called a bucket, but you <laughs> made it sound much better when you said he's a walking bucket. Yes. That makes sense to me. Yes. Sometimes things don't make sense to you, but that's the way the kids talk. 
that was one of those things today. That's the best thing about today. I can't wait for the kids to come home. I'm going to call one of them a bucket. <laughs> I cannot wait to see what their reaction is because if they know, they'll know. But if they don't, they'll call their mother and say, daddy just called me a bucket. What does that mean? <laughs> and we'll go from there. How about that? I've got your bucket right here. It's phenomenal. My uh, my favorite thing about today is looking forward to Saturday because you, you're now you're officially in oh. to come and cover what will wait. be the best UFC pay-per-view most likely of the year Cannot with, with Cyril gone taking on John Jones. We'll spend a ton of time on this tomorrow. Are we getting Kalekas tomorrow. Is Nikki coming on? Or we, we, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to confirm that. Um, right. Let's get right Nikki after on the show. I have so to. we'll, we'll get Nikki Kalekas from, from circa to come in and give yes. us his take on, on this card. Cause it's phenomenal. Valentina is fighting, which is always, I don't know if Grosso has got much for her, but I'm looking forward to watching that. I hope we get Blanchfield against Shevchenko at some point later this year, maybe in the fall, mm. but we got a, we got Cordy Garbrandt's fighting on this on this card. We, I mean, it's just, it's, there's nothing like the walkout being in the building for a major UFC pay-per-view card. I'm fired up. It's electric in the, your heart races. It's so fun to bet it. It's so fun to have money on it. And then you're watching these things go down and it's just Saturday is going to be, I have, I've not gone to a UFC event in a while, but I've not gone with you to a fight. So I'm psyched to take you to a fight to watch this, to see what your take is and what your reaction is going to be. Cause we get taken care of. Okay. I'm not going to lie. We get, we get meals and we get tents and we get drinks when we want them and we get candy and it's all, right, it's right, all right. fun. So yeah. we, we all fun things to go, but, but like it, we've done this now where we'll text each other the score of the round right after. Oh yeah. And we'll, we'll say, no, we say it right next to yeah, right each other. And then, <laughs> Well, and we'll now, be, the chat be like, will be, you want to be, you want to be in the chat or you, you want to be in the discord channel for the fights on Saturday night, because Dave and I, I'll post, I always post pictures. I always post video. Like I always put things. We're in, allowed to do that. Of course. People tweet oh. it out because we're ahead of the feed. So we can go ahead and do all sorts of fun stuff. Oh, I don't want to get anybody pissed off. Are we going to get people mad by being ahead of the feed? Who's going to get pissed off? I don't know. No one's going to get mad. Only you can't do is you can't live stream the fight. You can't give somebody an alternative, not buy the pay-per-view. I don't, I'm not going to do that. No, but you can do whatever you want. You can put up whatever information, whatever videos, you know, as long as when the round starts, you cannot be filming or live as a media member. <laughs> Other than that, you can do that how you want. So we're leaving the hockey game last night. And uh, I, you, you sent me a text and I said, to the, I turned to the girls were walking and I said, guess what? And they're like, what? And I said, P. Ralt just texted me that said we're in for the credentials for the fight. <laughs> and they're like, what does that mean? <laughs> I said, that means we're media people and we get to go to the fight without tickets. Like we get to, we get, we get paid to cover it. And they're like, <laughs> they don't care. No, no. My wife said, I don't believe you. Oh, really? I said, I said, well, I'm getting an email. Yeah. Don't worry about it. It's confirmed. I said, he takes care of this shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, if he texted me, yeah. it's done. I yep. said, we were at the Super Bowl with credentials, and everybody said it was okay that we were there. It didn't matter what hats I was wearing or who we were talking to. And she's like, I can't believe this. And I was like, 
Yeah. Tell your mother too. Tell everybody we're going to be working at the UFC. It was great. I was, I was really hamming it up. Oh yeah. It's going to be, I mean, the UFC fights are really fun to cover because it's we, for the longest time, this is all we had in Vegas. We had the UFC. Now we have the golden Knights and now we have the Raiders, but the UFC really knows what they're doing. It's, it's very, it's a well-oiled machine. It's really fun. And going to fights in the fall or the, so the winter is much better because we'll have to wait outside on the morning of the, or the afternoon of the fight. You have to go pick up your credentials between two and five and you have to wait in line in the media. I mean, this is an international event. So there's hundreds of media all in line to get this and you have to sit outside in the sun and you get I don't cooked. mind that. I'll do that. I no, don't, I don't but we'll, we'll be fine on Saturday, but in, Ju- in I mean, July, in July, I don't care. It's hot, understand. man. It yeah, is yeah, hot. Yeah. <laughs> it you is. and the sun don't always agree. No, don't we don't like get along sun. at all. I, I, I my friend skin did not out there and sweat. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I wear, but I've met some really cool water. people. Like I've met people. I met a really cool journalist from Hawaii who watches our show, who was, was the last time I was in, in the line, actually, she turned around and said, do you do a show called Boston University of the book? And I said, yeah. And she goes, I work at a radio station where you used to be on the air. And then I found you and Dave and I watch your show all the time. I love it. It's pretty cool. That was one, was like, one like at a time, one subscribe at a yeah, time, one like, clip at a time. We were so mad when you left radio. And then we found, I was so happy when I found a daily show that you went to. And I was like, yeah, it's like, so it's like, yeah, we, we all, cause I mean, over there in Hawaii, UFC is huge. So oh. all mixed martial arts are gigantic. So <laughs> good stuff so that's my favorite thing my favorite thing about today is i'm so psyched to go on saturday so and then tomorrow being friday roll call friday you guys know where to be tomorrow is going to be a lot of fun if you are a fight fan we'll do a lot on the fight on the card here in vegas it's a really big pay-per-view we'll talk about the john jones story about the pictograms everyone's like talking about pictograms we'll get to that is john jones a cheat or not is john jones you know has he been exonerated we'll do all that coming up on the show tomorrow hit like Hit subscribe. Roll call Friday tomorrow. Don't miss it. Matt, Dave, and Matt. Tomorrow for BBB.